Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad that you've taken the time to really hear God in this season. We're in a new season. And new, sometimes you can't, it's a small word, but sometimes you can't wrap your mouth around. Because new means many things to different people. But we are truly in a new season. And so tonight, I want to bring you a message that the Lord has been stirring in my spirit for a while. And I believe it's going to really help you to understand what God is doing in your life. It's called faith and trials. Faith and trials. In most cases, we relate faith to miracles because faith is supernatural and it draws the attention of God. So that is really true. But then there's a faith that is related to trials. In fact, you could arguably say that there's a certain realm of faith you can't hit or live in or sustain without trials. And so tonight we're going to get into that. So let me give you a broad perspective so you see where we are headed. I want you to go with me to this well-known scripture. Romans 8 verse 28. And hear what it says. And this is from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads like this. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. Now, we all know that scripture, but I want to highlight this word to you. All things work together for what? Good. So when we say good, that means it's always to your benefit. And there are times when things are to your benefit that in the process of it doesn't feel like it and it doesn't look like it. Sometimes when some things are working for your good, sometimes it's with pain. And that's why there's a certain pain that is good. But remember, you who follow us know that the word good also represents the word prosperity because God always has your welfare in mind. So keep that now in your spirit, man. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Now go with me now to Proverbs 3 and it's 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lead not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. 
Now, there are times where we go through things and we don't know why. We've done everything right. We've done everything we know to do. But yet things seem in our eyes to not be working because we can't see from God's perspective what God is going to bring us into. There are times when honestly, we don't know why these things are happening. Why is one of the most, why to me is an ever expanding word. You say why? Because there's a why to me that's based on deep calling unto deep. Because the more severe things are, the word why just seems to take on a whole different meaning. And there's some of you right now, you've gone through things and you don't know why. You can't trace it to anything or even anyone. But it's part of what God is bringing you into. This you have to go through. And if you study the greatest people in the Bible, you can go from Genesis to Revelation. The greatest people that we know of, they went through something, not because of what they did, but because of what God was bringing them into. They had to be processed. Hear me clearly. If you throw away the process, you become disqualified from what God is about to bring into your life, for what God is about to do in your life. Hear me right now. I want to encourage you. Do not throw away your process. You've come too far to look back and say, well, I better go back. Well, for a lot of you right now, listen to this right now, and I'm, I'm this is a deep place. There's nothing to go back to. And it looks hard and it's very complicated. You can only go forward. And in moments like this, and we're going to have many moments like this, the word says, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. To trust the Lord, you have to know him. And knowing God is progressive. When I first got saved many, 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 many years ago, for me to say that I don't know God more than what I did then would not be true. You developing your relationship with God, you start to know Him. You start to know the way He thinks. And there are times when, when as you get to know somebody, hear me, as you get to know somebody, you begin to understand them. Trust in the Lord. Hear me now. There's a time. Hear me now. I want you to hear this right now. There's a time where we believe in ourselves. Now, this is powerful right now. There's a time where we believe in ourselves. And there's a time where... And there's a time where believing in ourselves is replacing us believing in God. That's an error right there, and it's a danger right there, and it's an easy mistake to make because there are things that are going to happen that is bigger than you. There are things that's going to happen that's beyond your comprehension, and you can't believe or trust what you don't know. And so when the Bible uses the word now, trust now, that's your relationship with God. So trust parallels your relationship and your walk 
with God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. In other words, there cannot be, listen to me good people, there cannot be a reservation in you trusting God. You, you need to write that down and really grab a hold of that. There cannot be a reservation in you trusting God. If you have a reservation in trusting God, then he cannot be Lord of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In other words, don't depend on your education, understanding, to trust God. You say, why? Because there are things that's going to happen that is beyond your education. Because we're in an era where we're going to deal with things that we've never dealt with before. And it's going to supersede what you were even taught in the past. The traditions you grew up knowing. Because we're in an unusual time. So this is a time to know God, to trust God, and to continually develop your relationship with God. And then the Bible goes on to say, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So in other words, when we don't acknowledge him, we're lost. When we don't, hear me, people, when we, I'm going to say this to you again. When we don't acknowledge him, we're lost. When we don't acknowledge him, we will not see where we're going. You say, why? Because we all have a blind spot. There's a certain level we cannot see to. So, let these words go now in your spirit, man, please. Perfecting faith and understanding trials. Hear what James says. James chapter 1. And I'm reading to you from the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible. James 1 verse 2 to 4, and it says, and it reads like this, Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. Let patience have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking nothing. So how do you know when your faith is developed? Now, this is a hard thing to say, even though we read it. How do you know when you're mature in faith? We've just read it. We're mature in faith when we lack nothing. If we right now are lacking some things, and a lot of us are lacking a lot, then it means we are not mature in faith. 
not in terms of the manifestation of faith, where God does the quick super duper miracle, but it means we're not mature in the character of faith. See, we know faith for miracles, but we don't know faith as character. And so hear it again, hear it again. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that, I want you to listen to this, people, because this is going to speak a lot to you right now. There's a difference between a trial and a temptation. I want you to really hear me right now. This is profound. There's a difference between trials and temptation. Make that distinction in your mind. Hear now what we're reading here now, because this is profound. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Now, I want you to notice this. Now, this is powerful. Consider it nothing but joy. So regarding your trials, you count that as joy. That's a hard thing to look at, isn't it? Temptation is a different thing. It's a real different thing. That's where you see the face of the devil. Let's move on. Whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity, here now, spiritual maturity and inner peace. So spiritual maturity and inner peace are counterparts. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith. Lacking nothing. So what is God doing right now in all of us? He's developing our faith so that as we grow into this faith, we will grow out of lack and we will lack nothing. That's the end result of faith is that we lack nothing. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now hear now, what James, what, hear now what James goes on to say. And this now is from the Amplified Version of the Bible also. James 1.12. Blessed, happy, spiritual, prosperous, favored by God is the man who is steadfast under trial and is preserved when tempted. Now people, I want you to listen to this right now. I love the word steadfast. When you're steadfast, let me tell you what that simply means. When you are steadfast, it means you don't move. Steadfast. You stand still. You don't buckle under the pressure. And we're in days of pressure. We are in days of adversity. But because we know who we are and what the Word says is going to happen in the end times... These, this moment in time, and I declare it right now, 
This moment in time belongs to those who decide to stand. It is not for those who quit. It is for those who decide to stand. Oh my goodness gracious me. I'm going to say that to you again. Hear it again. This moment in time, it belongs to you who decide to stand. Now you're going to have many obstacles thrown at you. You're going to have trials. You're going to have testings. But the qualifier is this. You stand. Paul said in Ephesians 6, having done all to what? Not sit, but stand. And afterwards, you don't give up your position. You still stand. I want you to lift your hands up to me and say that with me. I choose to stand. I will not quit. I will not throw in the towel. I decide to stand. Amen. God's looking for people right now who's going to stand. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And the word promises, if we stand and we don't buckle under pressure, we are going to come into the promise. The things that you've been believing for, they're going to manifest. But you've got to stand up. You've got, to make, you've got to stand and be counted. So if you're not standing, you're not counted. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Here he, he is first again. Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is the man who is steadfast under trial. You only know what you're made out of when you go through something. Anybody can say anything while you've not gone through nothing. You say, why? Because you've never been tested at that level. Oh, my God. Hear it again. Hear it again. Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is the man who is steadfast under trial and preserved when tempted. Notice the word now. Under trial and preserved when tempted. So, hear me now. You've got to listen to this right now. So, when we're under trial, hear us now. It says, and preserved when tempted. You've got to tie those two words. Hear us now. For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Listen to this now. 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1. Chapter 4, verse 12. This now is from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads like this. Beloved. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. One of the things that I, I love to tell people is this, because I, I don't know anybody who's not said this to themselves. And I'm going to explain you to you. And it's going to help you pick back up your faith. This one statement alone. Hear what the scripture says. Beloved, Think it not strange. 
Hear me. Why are you blaming yourself? Why are you blaming yourself for the things that happened that were beyond your control? For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.